baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC. News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning. This morning we are talking about the Connecticut Adult Family Living Program, Essentially, it pays family members to provide care for elderly loved ones or relatives with special needs. And we are pleased to be joined by Mary Scaglarini. She is a nurse and director of the AFL program at Assisted Living Services in Cheshire. Also joined by Ron Kraft of Bristol. He is a family caregiver. Mary, tell us about the AFL program and what role Assisted Living Services of Cheshire plays in it. Good morning, Aaron. Absolutely. The Adult Family Living Program is a program that's geared for seniors uh, 65 and older that require some hands-on care. They're, um, this is a state-funded program that's administered through DSS and the Connecticut Home Care Program for Elders. And the idea is to help keep people in their home, in the community, rather than in institutional care. The person that uh, must be, like I said, 65 or older, they do, it is required you are a Connecticut state resident and at risk of nursing home um, um, placement and meet the financial criteria. To be at risk means that the applicant needs assistance with critical needs such as bathing, dressing, um, grooming, possibly transferring, uh, assistance with toileting, taking medications and preparation for food. It sounds like essentially this is helping to keep people out of nursing homes. I know independence is very important for a lot of older people, and this helps them stay in the place where they are most comfortable. Absolutely. The Adult Family Living Program can help alleviate the financial burden that family caregivers are often worried about and keeping their loved one at home. So oftentimes they have to leave their place of business and stay home. They often may quit a job entirely. Some do a part-time work and they do this so that they can keep their loved one at home because that's the preference of themselves and their loved one. The uh, caregiver can be anyone over the age of 18 that um, they can be a family member. It can be actually anyone except a spouse. That's the only person that really doesn't fall in the category of a caregiver, according to the Connecticut Home Care Program. So um, Assisted Living Services itself, we are a credentialed provider for this program, which means the company provides the oversight 
that helps caregivers succeed, including ongoing support by a registered nurse um, with the tools needed to be comfortable with caregiving, along with the financial compensation that they deserve for the program. So I would imagine there are certain things that, well, Ron or, or other caregivers can't do, don't feel comfortable doing. That's when they call you, correct? Well, they can call us for support. We're here for support and education, and we're very available to them. Every bimonthly, a registered nurse will visit the home and make sure everything is okay, offer education, offer any support. We are not there to do personal care. That would be still fall under your visiting nurses. Is that something you can help make the, the, the connection with if someone's looking for a visiting nurse? Sure. If we are um, informed of anything by the client or the caregiver, we definitely uh, put them in touch with either the care manager that there is their care manager from the Connecticut Home Care Program or advise them to call their physician who will also be able to get maybe a visiting nurse into the home. That would be for any kind of personal hands-on care. You would need the visiting nurses. Now, Ron, you care for your mom, Shirley. Tell us how your family learned about this program. Hey, good morning. Um, a couple of years back, we she's in another program called CCCI, which is Connecticut Community Care. They had mentioned the program during one of their visits because they come out biannually just to make sure everything's up to par and everything and that any type of assistance you need, they offer. So they offered this program and Mary came out to the house probably about a week after we mentioned. And within a couple of days, we're actually approved. She walks through, lets you know the requirements of the program. Um, things like you, you have to have a smoke detector in the house um, just for safety, uh, smoke alarms, fire extinguishers. She has a life alert system. Um, but that's not a requirement. That's a nice option. Um, but all of this just helps you stay on your toes and be aware of anything that's around. Um, I was actually comfortable stepping into it because I used to work at a convalescent home as a volunteer. So I was actually ready to do this when it was offered. And I was very happy to do it. And I still just consider it a blessing to personally care for my mom. How does she feel about that? It, it must be nice being cared for by by someone you know, someone you, you trust, and you can do that right in your own home. <laughs> yeah, she really likes it. It's been life-altering for her because it keeps her out of a facility. She bought a house several years ago and wanted to stay in the house. You know, it's for her forever home, so to say. And she wants to be here, you know, because like Mary says, you can age in place. It's you're comfortable. You heal better. You feel better. She can say, hey, I want to go here today and she can do it. She doesn't have to make arrangements for a week from now. You know, she can do it that day. She says, I want to go to the store. I want to run errands. We just get in the car and go. I take her to doctor's appointments. Um, and then, too, if anything that I need. For myself, you know, and Mary and the nurse that comes out, always right there. They're just a phone call away. You know, if she has concerns, they're there too. You know, so helping me, you know, because you do a lot. You know, I'm doing the cooking. I'm doing laundry, um, picking up prescriptions, running errands. So it does get taxing if you needed it. It's just a phone call away. And I've, I've used that service a few times. and. Mary has been absolutely wonderful in 
the aspect of it, you know, and if I need more resources, she knows exactly where to go, what to get. So it makes it easier for me. It makes it easier for my mom. My mom is so comfortable at home. You know, she's not just in a, a room with a bed and a window. She's in her house. So she has her living room. She can watch the TV, uh, do anything she wants. She works on a computer. I mean, she has a tablet. You know, it just, it's life altering for her and for me. So it keeps everybody happy. And Mary, <laughs> you noted that the only real thing that you can't be is is a, a spouse to to be a caregiver you have to be over 18 obviously but but talk a yeah. little about the, the the stipend is this something that that's that's livable that that people can actually care for a loved one and not be in the poorhouse sure there are four different levels of care that depend on the um, complexity of the care needed and that's determined um, when a referral is made to the department of social services a representative is then sent out to do a home assessment assessment, and to determine the eligibility and the level. And at that point, they would give us the referral once that's all been determined. But under the program, the caregiver does receive a tax-free stipend. And that stipend can be up to um, $500 a week, just over $500 a week if you're at the highest level of four. So it is doable for many families. It certainly is obvious when you return and go back and visit that they've been able to um, manage better than they had previously with this extra income. So I, th I do think, as Ron said, not only does it help keep the person at home happy, healthy with their loved one, but that little bit of extra tax-free stipend helps Ron so that he can actually do this care. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Ron, was it a tough decision for you to make or was it a no-brainer? Oh, complete no-brainer. Like I said, I did do volunteer work at a convalescent home, so I've had some background in it. And then when it came time to step up to bat and take care of my mom, I didn't even hesitate. It was, it's mom. You know, you take care of your parents because they took care of you when you were younger. Now it's my turn. You know, it's, it's mom. You want mom to be happy or dad to be happy, you know, right. You know, you just, you want them to be happy. You don't want them to sit in a, in a facility going, how come my children don't visit me? Cause that happens a lot. You know, here, mom, she can go anywhere. She can do anything she wants at any given time. When she says, Hey, I want to go here, weather permitting, of course. But yeah. I'll take her. And it makes her happy. You know, she can go see her sister uh, run errands, you know, if she wants to get the hair done, you know, and the financial part of it, the stipend has been such a blessing. Cause like I said, I used to work an investment broker and I left that to take care of my mom. And we were just living off of, you know, one income for a while. So now with this help, I've actually been able to get a few extra things for my mom to help her stay at home. So I bought a special mattress for her bed, um, a extra wheelchair, bed rails for the bed. You know, it's been such a blessing. You know, I even bought her a cell phone. You know, it's on my plan. That way she can have that at her bedside if she needs it, you know, to call somebody or she can call her friends at any given time. It's just, it's wonderful. You know, I always tell anybody, if you're not in this program, reach out to Mary 
and all the others that work there. It's going to change your life for the complete better. I, I cannot emphasize how wonderful it is. You are listening to Face Connecticut. That is Ron Kraft of Bristol. He is a family caregiver in the Connecticut Adult Family Living Program, joined by Mary Scaglarini. She is a nurse and director of the AFL program at Assisted Living Services in Cheshire. Mary, tell us a little about the the genesis of the program, how long it's been around, and how long Assisted Living Services has been involved. Assisted Living Services has been doing this program um, for the past four years at the time when um, the state really wanted to get this program up and going, they contacted us and uh, myself being a nurse and the owner of our company, Ron DeQuillo being a nurse, they knew that we would at least have what is what is um, first needed to get the program going. So we looked into it and we absolutely love it. Um, I do find right now too, Aaron, that if a client does qualify for this program, during this current um, epidemic, a lot of people are choosing it for all the reasons that Ron said, and they're able to be and see and care for their loved ones. So we have found right now it has been very beneficial. But I will tell you, too, that Assisted Living Services is a, um, has been in home care services for the, in the state of Connecticut for over 24 years now, caring for thousands of of Connecticut seniors with varying disabilities on an hourly or a live-in basis. And we have our sister company, which is Assisted Living Technologies, which offers electronic devices uh, to address certain issues that impact this elderly uh, population. So we have like fall detection, uh, items for personal safety, medication compliance, items for wandering and to prevent social isolation. So our goal at Assisted Learning Services is to provide this care with the adult family living care and the care of our other clients with um, by offering them. So like Ron says, he has a personal emergency response system. Assisted Living Services, if a family is in need of something like that, we will put that in under our Care Plus program at our cost. And we um, it's just one more way to make the the caregiver feel a little bit of more protection and being able to care for their mom. How many clients do you have in the AFL program? Oh, we have probably close to 200 clients in there in the program. Ron, I'm sure you've seen the headlines about the toll COVID-19 has taken in nursing homes in particular what does it mean to have your mother at home instead of in a long-term care facility as the pandemic plays out? I actually have to say, I think I feel that she's more secure here and safer because it's not different people coming in and out of the house. Um, if we want to run errands, obviously wear the masks and do what she needed to do. She did receive her uh, vaccination shots. Um, but I feel better because I know that she's safer here and my heart does go out to anybody affected in a facility by that. But I'm very grateful that my mom is here in a much safer environment. So it keeps me calmer. It keeps my brother calmer. 
So we're both at ease. Even my mom's calmer because, you know, she doesn't have to worry about contracting it. I don't have to worry about anything extra happening. You know, it's like milder, so to say. So it's a lot less stressful. It keeps the stress down. Mary, if someone is listening to this and has an interest in, in checking out the AFL program to see if it fits for for their family and their loved one, where do you start? Well, they could start by visiting our website, which is assistedlivingct.com. On the website, there is information on how to get in touch with me and also information about all of our programs, but there's also a section on the Adult Family Living Program. They can also contact the Department of Social Services and they would be able to direct them or they could contact the Connecticut Home Care Program for Elders, the one that is in their area that covers their part of the state. If they do want to reach out to me, I do happy to put them in contact with the correct people and to get them started. What are some of the the basic questions people should be asking to determine if this is a fit for them? Uh, what do you hear most commonly from from people who who reach out and say, "I heard about this and and I want to know more"? What situations are they in? Well, they're they're oftentimes concerned uh, what the stipend might be, so that they can be in a position to leave their job. They are all allowed to have a backup caregiver. They give us their name and phone number, and they can do something part-time in some instances and keep their foot in the door that way. I think sometimes that's the hardest thing is wondering how they're going to manage. But we do offer a lot of support, a lot of support. And we also um, have many agencies and areas that, of expertise where we can send them to to get the support they need. Ron, that's one of the things I'm, I'm curious about. Do you ever need a break? And, and how does that work if you need to step back yeah. for maybe a week or so or, or ho- however long it might be and let someone else step in and, and care for your mom? Yeah, you do get a respite break. Um, you can take it how you like. You know, you can take it time that you need. I take a, a couple hours a week. Um, for myself to run errands by myself or go visit friends or anything. Um, and then somebody else will come in um, through other programs that c- come in to stay with a, a loved one. And they'll stay with her uh, for, you know, eight hours if I wanted, 12 hours, uh, <laughs> a full day. So it works out nice. So, yeah, I can get a break at any time I want. I just make a simple phone call. Everything's all set and taken in the background and let them know what days I want. And they come out right to the house. No questions asked. And I like that, you know, so it does offer a nice time to to sit back and relax and get a breather. (laughs) The state does offer through this program, a respite program, which Ron was definitely speaking about. And it can be up to 720 hours a year, depending on your eligibility. The person can then have an, a caregiver that if they don't have someone that can back them up, the state can sometimes provide a caregiver through an agency such as assisted living services to provide respite care. And they tell them how many hours and norm, normally they don't go over 12 hours a week because then they would run out of their hours. 
if something came up. But if someone needed to go away for a, a length of time, if you have the respite hours and the, the care manager will also often work very hard with the family to make that happen. Now, Mary, big picture, someone might yeah. be hearing this saying, well, this, this sounds like a very generous program from the state and it may very well be, but I suspect this is also saving the state money on another end. If you compare the costs of this to putting someone in a nursing home and having Medicaid pay for it. Absolutely. So this also is a Medicaid program the difference between um, what a nursing home would require for payment, even under Medicaid, is a lot more than the state has to pay for this program. So it's definitely a win-win. It helps people keep their loved one at home, and it, it helps the state uh, financially. This is a component, it seems to me, of aging in place, which is you know, seems to be best practice these days. Can you talk a little more about that idea instead of putting someone in maybe a long-term care facility? Yes. There are times when the long-term care facility is definitely needed. In the cases where family members or or your loved one is, or is, um, is taking care of you, I believe what Ron said is true. They are happy. They are content. They spend time with their loved one. They're, everything around them is their history, is part, all part of their life. The family members take great care of, of the client. And so I still think that it is a win. It's definitely a win for the client and the family. Family really gets a lot out of it, as, as Ron was trying to explain that to you. The family gets a lot of satisfaction out of caring for their loved one and knowing they're right there and they're basically safe right there with them. The compensation is such an added bonus for them. Ron, if your mom surely were on the line with us, what would she tell us about the program and, and having you care for her? Well, funny you should mention that she's sitting right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know she would say the same thing. Uh, it's life altering. Sign up for it. It keeps her happy. She is comfortable. She doesn't have to worry about anything. Um, at night, if she needs me, she wakes up in the middle of the night and needs something. I'm right there. I literally am just a stairwell away. I'm on the second floor of the house. Her bedroom's on the first floor. I just come right down the stairs and we're right there. You know, it's immediate. You know, it's not, she doesn't have to wait. So it offers her comfort at night. There are times maybe she'll have a bad dream and she screams, I'll hear it, I'll come down and I can comfort her instantly, you know, and she's happy for that. Like you said, as Mary said, you can age in place and it just keeps her so happy. I, I can't stress enough how nice it is, you know, and as Mary said, the compensation is a nice bonus, but it helps a lot. And my mom, I see her smiling. If she wants to go see my brother, she can say, you know, I want to go to see my, you know, go, go see your brother, I, I get her in the car and go, you know, <laughs> if she can do anything. So my brother's even happy that she's here, you know, and my mom still got it. You know, she's 81 years old. She's still got her wits about her. It's just, she has limited mobility, um, limited abilities to do certain things at home. So I help her clean the house. And everything. So it keeps her home. She likes it. She can relax. 
She doesn't have to worry about anything, you know, and, you know, as she gets a little older, she's still comfortable. She's not worried. You know, I don't see her worry about the future. What's going to happen to me? You know, what happens if I fall in my room or anything like that? Because I'm right here. Like Mary said, it's instant. It's instantaneous. You're right there. And I really believe my mom would say, sign up for the program. It's definitely life altering for the absolute better. He is Ron Kraft of Bristol, family caregiver under the Connecticut Adult Family Living Program, joined by Mary Scaglarini, a nurse and director of the AFL program at Assisted Living Services in Cheshire. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, Aaron. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.